I want to be the best I can be because my daughter, I want to set an example. Great. And the same around me, you know what I mean? And, and like, everybody's belief system is different, but yeah, I, I think in order to, to have proper motivation, you have to have purpose and purpose comes first. What's up and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your boy, Will, AKA Nacho. And today is Talk About It Tuesday, where me and a guest will sit and talk about it, whatever it is. And that's what we'll be talking about. Attention listeners, before we get started on the Talk About It Tuesday for today, I just wanted to inform you that the voiceover for me, the recording tended to be a little off. So as you will listen to me speaking on the interview, the recording caused my voice to be a little bit more deeper than normal. So I just want to give you a heads up on this today's episode. And thank you for listening. Um, today's guest that I have today is a really good friend of mine. Um, we met in college. And actually, it was theater, to be honest with you. It was theater when we, uh, when we had met. It was, um, I forget what class it was. I think it was like audition class or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. Audition, right? Yeah. I think it was like an audition class. I mean, like, that bitch was crazy. But anyway. <laughs> but um, Did we do dance too? We oh hell yeah we did dance because like I think that's where we really like connected was yeah. the whole dancing thing yeah, yeah. but um but yeah so like I had a dream of like creating something of on YouTube like a a show I guess and um you know when you're in college you came out of high school and you're still trying to discover what your passion is and everything like that and so I met my boy Corey and um it was funny because like one day I had a conversation with an old friend of mine talking about the project that I wanted to work on. And I'm just talking out loud, and my friend Corey, he knows he as fuck. <laughs> he listening, chiming in, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta find some people to like be in it. Like, I'm not even trying to say anything. His hand goes up, and he way over in the corner, like he's eavesdropping on one of my conversation. When he's like, I'm like, I'm, he's down, I'm like, well, I think I got my first person who's gonna be part of my project. And so um, after that, it's been up and up. And no matter what project or whatever we wanted to talk about, whatever it was. Um, he always had my back. I had his back and it was just a bunch of creativity. And in life, it's so hard to meet individuals that have a creativity who sees more than just life it is. And me and him, we saw that, like we connected, like, it was just like, bam. Like I call him my partner in crime back when I was in like growing up in college and just going through situations of my own, you know, growing up and everything like that and just being creative. And it was just honestly a blessing to meet somebody who had just that much drive and inspiration. And not just necessarily, because you know, we meet people, we talk about surface materialistic stuff. And to meet an individual that goes beyond the surface is a blessing in its own. And that's what I have with my friend, um, Corey. And the character that I had him um, in this project that I was working on was called Old Boy. And it's funny because Every character in this project represented a side of me and everybody could find themselves in it. There was so many sides, like I got a mental problem. Just just like (laughs) y'all know Nacho, so it's all a problem. But um, but in this, he he was more in tune with the character called Oh Boy. And for a lot of blacks, we know what Oh Boy means is 
oh, that's old boy. You know, it's not, you ain't got it going description. You ain't got it. It's like, oh, what's up, old boy? You, we don't even know his name. It's just, that's old boy. Like, we know old boy. I really don't know how to go in tune, like in depth of describing what old boy means. And so forevermore, he has always been old boy to me. Like, yep. yes, his name is Corey. But like, I've always known him like, that's old boy. Like, that's old boy. He got shit going on. He is doing him. He's doing his thing. Like, that is the epitome of the term old boy. So if you ever use the term old boy, black folks, you know what I mean. But like, for those who don't know what we're talking about, um, old boy is just like, oh, yeah, that's old boy. Okay. I see you. Yeah. you know, so that's old boy. So um, we are here to do like an open collaboration and whatnot, wherever it goes. Um, Cause that's always been the foundation of me and him. We've always been able to just like blah and just freaking let it go to something, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but with further ado, I would like to introduce my friend, my dear friend. Like he's, he's definitely like something I would consider if you meet him, it's a blessing. And um, he's literally, he got your back, especially if it has a meaning behind it, whatever you're doing. Um, I feel just from my own personal experience, he got you. And um, things so with further ado it's my boy Corey which I know aka old boy uh everybody I want to introduce Corey say hello what's up man what's up man thanks for having me thank you for that, being a part that, of this man that was, that was a great intro I appreciate all that man like, <laughs> no problem it's all truth you know what I'm saying back memories that here talking about about ghetto street and everything man that oh boy it was great though that I, I feel like, like at that time in my life it was a character that I've I kind of just fell into like it was easy for me to portray that character because in a sense that was like a lot of what I was doing in life too you know like girls and then partying and just the whole swag thing I was all into all that so it was a it was an honor being able to play that character so I appreciate appreciate and I that. appreciate it too you know it was um I was just talking about this to my uh, my best friend just a little earlier about this project in itself that every person that was a part of this project is a blessing because they didn't worry about the money. They were like, is there money? No one asked about money. They actually believed about the purpose of why this project needed to be what yeah. it was. Like they believed in the message. They believed in like, we need, we see on TV so much stuff that we cannot connect to. Like, I don't have a mantis. So I don't know what that's like. You know, I don't have that car or these people around me. I don't have maids clean up behind me, all that. We need something to watch that can we can relate to. And that was the whole reason why I created this project. And everybody that was in it, including, oh boy, <laughs> Corey, uh, <laughs> like you're always going to go with me, um, really connected to it because it was like, this is what we need to hear right now because everybody's doing this facade, you know? And so I'm grateful for that. Um, but today, what well, we're not going to talk about the project itself. Um, yeah. I kind of described about what the term old boy means. Um, it literally is that guy who got things going on, you know, and that's why it really, like he said, he connected with it. He always was, he was someone always achieving things, you know, what's next, what's next, what's next? Like, okay, I conquered that. What's next, you know? So from theater to choreography to dancing to DJing to even acting on a personal YouTube channel with me mm -hmm. and then now to military. So, bro, like, what I want to ask is, like, yeah. how has this transition with you, like, what, what led you to it? 
And then like, what did you gain from it? Yeah. From so, A to Z. So it, it's funny, right? I've always been like, kind of, so when I was like 18, I knew uh-huh. like the military had always inspired me. So I was going to join when I was 18. Then I was going to join again when I was 24. And then again at 26, I ended up joining at 28. A lot of things happened in between those times, you know, like, uh, for example, getting a good job, wanting to do the DJ thing and express that side because, you know, at that time I was, I loved going to, to festivals and shows and the just whole art and creativity of like making my own sound and doing all that. But it always, it was, it kept coming back full circle to me about the military and it was something that I've always been passionate about. And the reason is because it's serving that higher purpose. It's the challenge. It's, it's you signing up for something to be, you know, I, I struggled with being selfish and stuff when I was younger, but it's, it's about just letting go and being selfless for the greater good of humanity and, and serving a higher purpose, you know, like answer, answering the call basically in that sense. Um, mm. And my, like from 18 until now, the last 10 years, it hasn't been the smoothest. You know, there's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of struggles, you know, hardships, heartbreaks, you name it, you know, just like everybody else, everybody else has had hard times, but there's always been something inside me, whether, you know, my mind is foggy or not, whatever it is, there's always been like a voice, I guess you could say, or something that has always compelled me to be like, to want more, like you said, to want that next thing, to challenge myself, like be better and see what I'm capable of. And um, it's kind of been like a, a guide to me, but at times I had resisted that. And I was like, you know, no, I like, I thought I had it all figured out and, you know, things were just going to come to me like this and that. Oh my God. It was at a, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really want to work hard for the things that mattered. You know, I just expected them to be a certain way. And as I got older, um, you know, I met my wife and had my daughter and all that. It, that is what really changed me. It, it just kind of brought to surface everything that I was pushing down that I knew was there. And then it was like a wake up call where I'm like, Hey, you know what? Like, this is, this is what I, 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 in my heart of hearts feel like I'm meant to do. I'm put on this earth to do this. And I just, you know, I, I made that decision. And ever since then, it's like, it's been nothing but good and uphill because I'm allowing myself to be in that, that swim lane that I need to be in and just go with it. And, you know, constantly challenging myself, and just wanting to be better and, and do like, you know, what's that next step? What can I do to help others help myself and this and that? So it's, it's been a lot, a lot has transpired in, in those last 10 years that have led me to where I am now. And it's, to me, it's like, I feel like I'm just at the beginning, you know, like, I, yeah, I'm 30 years old now, um, a little later than I would have liked, but you know what? It's all for a purpose. Had it, had I not gone through any of that, I wouldn't be where I am today with the mentality I have. I'm a completely different person now than I was three, four years ago when my priorities were all mixed up and, you know, I didn't know what I really wanted or what really mattered. And it's, it was hard, but I wouldn't take any of it back. You know, it it made me who I am today. And I'm sure a lot of people can, can say the same thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, Me personally, I can, I can definitely ground that too. You know, being in our twenties, like, you know, um, I'm so grateful because it's, you can talk to a lot of people and they don't have the opportunity or had the opportunity or they, or whether they ignored it mm-hmm. to meet someone like you. Um, 
in their life to meet someone who has kind of that ambition just as like me i had an ambition myself still trying to figure myself out just like you were saying you know you figuring yourself out because i mean i feel like in our 20s we're trying to figure out where we belong trying to figure out like okay what do i really want i'm gonna test the waters i'm gonna test this test that um this isn't me um okay what's next you know because there's a lot of people and i know you've probably seen it like people you've known or whatnot who they find something they stay there and you know it's not like because sometimes we know people better than they know themselves. Oh, yeah. And, and the fact they get them, they say, like, man, that's not what they want. But you know what? The thing is, we have to stand back because it's their life, not ours. And I can only speak on, like, me and you because we're the type of people that kind of, like, we get that, you know? We get that, like, okay, well, you got to do you. I, I got you, bro. Do yourself, girl. Do yourself, whatever. But, like, I just know that's not you, but I can't pull yeah. your arm all the time, you know? And to just be ambitious and um try it because like i i can only you know speak for myself as well um because i mean i've watched you from afar you know um doing your thing because i know as i left town um you were diving in the djing you know in the, the whole dj area and that was like not even where it was when i was away from you like i i watched you you know my bro is getting it you know he's at these clubs he's all doing this and that but it's amazing what you say because as a human being, we have to go through these things to like find what we really want to do that gives us purpose. You know what I mean? And the fact that you just said right now, like you've always had that kind of like love, that heart, like I've always wanted to be in the military because, um, it does give you purpose. Um, it gives you discipline. It gives you foundation, you know, kind of like that backbone. It builds up to me from my observing, because I've never been a part of it. But, like, from observation, like, I feel like it gives you a backbone, you know what I mean, to, like, stand up straight for what you believe in, you know, and go forward with it without any contradiction. Like, just go. Like, the only person stopping you is you. And I feel like that's always been me and you's like, talk about everything. Like, the only enemy that we have is ourselves in, in the ultimate life. That we all we have is ourselves. That's our enemy that's stopping us to progress into other things. And, um meeting someone that has that same kind of mindset and you were younger than me, you know? <laughs> so it's like, okay, but we still had that mentality that was literally the same, you know? Um, like I, I want to encourage anybody out there listening and like, you really got to keep yourself open up. Do not limit yourself. Don't put yourself with so much expectations because when you put so many expectations, you let yourself down to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because like I always said, expectations give you disappointment because you only see it this way and when it comes up not that way what do you do you get disappointed like they're not gonna accept it you know what? So how do you know if that's good or bad and yeah and along with that i think if you don't put yourself in a position to fail you're never going to really know what you're capable of or to learn right. like if you're always taking that that path of least resistance and always just trying to be comfortable well you're never challenging yourself or you're never going to grow you're always going to stay like that and and to me, like I failed a lot at a lot of things, but you know what, at least I had the, I guess you could say like the strength to, to do it and be like, you know what, I'm going to try it. And then most of the time when I do fail those things, if it's something I, that really matters to me, I come back better, stronger. I know what, right, right. what I failed from it, what I learned. I don't, I don't give up. You know what I mean? In in that sense, like, and like you were saying with the military, I think that that's one of the things I love about it most is because no matter if you're black, white, blue, green, whatever you are, yes. you know, yeah. wherever you're from, it's yeah. 
you all have to face the same thing and you're standing there next to people and you put your ego and everything aside and you're all challenged you know it's all voluntary everybody signs up for it and throughout the military if you choose you can volunteer for more harder things and this and that but the very essence of it at the fundamentals is it strips away who you are and it makes you learn you know how to be to work as a team how to care about one another and just put aside whatever differences you may have you know what i mean and, and it really strips away all those layers and builds you up in my opinion better and stronger and it's a benefit to everyone that chooses to do it right right it was um i remember i remember getting phone calls when i was in college about joining <laughs> Bro, when they called me, I always had an answer for them, man. They were like, so, you know, you want to join? I'm like, well, do you guys got production? Because <laughs> you know where my heart was at, you know, in college. Like, They asked me, though, bro. They were like, okay, well, what you mean? Like, like, TV. Not TV, but like, like video camera, because I want to direct. Yeah. I want to direct shit. And they were like, okay, well, we have, like, new cast. They're like, nah, bro, movies. <laughs> they were like, okay, no, we don't have that. We, you can come and, like, you know, witness what's going on. I'm like, nah. Yeah. I need it to be, like, because the actors, if they die, I need them to be alive, you know, bro? Like, I need special effects. So, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not dabbing, no. Like, you know what? At least you know where you're going. I'm like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying if you offer this, okay, I might think about it. Like, mm-hmm. no, we are technically limited to some of that stuff that you're asking for. But you know what? I wish you the best on your journey. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, because yeah. I was like, you know, but nah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Definitely. So it's definitely not for everyone. I will say that. But it's definitely something which, and I see this a lot, people that are civilians that don't care about the military anything, they still have, like, respect for it and for what it does, which that, I think, right. like, being an active duty, that's that's really what matters to me is just as long as they know, like, that there are people out there doing the things that, other people don't want to do which is and it, it goes both ways it's two-way right. street on that you know yes it, it being it not being for everybody that's okay that's that's the thing about freedom in this country yeah. you have the decision right. to do what you want to do and mm-hmm. you know people should support each other on that not beat each other down over it you know so how long have you been in it for so, so far in the military uh, coming up on two and a half years so wow. it, it's still pretty fresh yeah but now but I mean, it's great like having joined older than when I was younger, it might not have been as good for me, I think, like mentally because of where I was at in my life. So as it stands now, like I see myself doing, like making it a career for, you know, the time, the the rest of like the 20 years or whatever, because there's, it's done nothing but enhance my life and my family's life. And it's just a constant reminder of who I am, what I'm doing, what my purpose is. And just always seeking that next challenge, like wanting to be better. And some people, they reach that certain level and they're content with that. That's fine. Like that, that's completely okay. But it, it gives you so much freedom to decide your fate, basically, and choose like, you know, what level you want for yourself. And that's, I, I just, I love that every day. You know, it's, it's, it's a grind. So it's awesome. Do you have any um, lack of support from family or friends when you decided to go into the military? No. Um, if anything, I think uh, certain people that I had associated myself with that, you know, maybe aren't the best quality of people to be around or whatever, in terms of like the decisions they make and yeah, they, yeah. they kind of just fell off, you know what I mean? And like, it kind of just like, 
it's like I had said before, it just stripped away certain parts of your life that aren't the healthiest for you. And then it's opened up the doorway for so much like the like better quality of people to come into your life that, that are like really good people. And you meet some of the best people in the world, but like since having joined, you know, we've, we've met some awesome people that are, that we consider family now basically. And, and they're from all over, you know, they're, we're not all from the same place. So. Right. I think that's what makes it beneficial, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Offer so many different ideas and perspectives on things that yeah. makes it more of a whole. I there feel are like people that you can learn from and grow from and, you know, push each other, support each other, motivate each other, you know, and, and your, your kids, their kids, you know, their wives, your wives, it's everybody, you know, it's like a tight knit community and everybody has each other's mm -hmm. back. Yeah. Great. So how did it feel when you became a dad, man? Man, it was everything I never knew I wanted. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. This is a lot right there. I, I yeah, I had, an idea of what I thought it was going to be like, but it, it like far exceeded my expectations and blew my mind. And that was a very natural, you know, evolution that happened with me was, it, it, it's crazy. So like, it does, I guess everyone it's different, but when she's pregnant for some people, it, it kicks in then for me, I was like, okay, she's pregnant, but <laughs> once the, you know, my daughter came, it was like, oh my, like, wow, okay, this is, this is just like, it's, it's like a, such a spiritual thing, man, like, I, I can't even explain that, that feeling that you get, it's just, you know that, like, from that moment on, the rest of your life, it's about, about that baby, like, your happiness is them, you know what I mean, if they're not happy, you're not happy, and then you want to just do everything that you can to teach them, you know, let them grow and learn and support them. And it's, it's a crazy ride, but it's like, it's the best. I definitely right. think it's like the best thing for, for any man. Man, I'm, you know, bro, I'm so, I'm so happy for you that you found that and to have that. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you ain't got a man that has the mentality of making sure the life is going to be about his baby next. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be mean. I'm just being honest. I'm like, because that's a dad. I didn't have that because obviously he didn't think that because I'm sure if he did, maybe he'd be around, you know? So that's, that's courage and selfless, man. Like I, like you've always been to me. I know you say yourself is selfish, but, or was, you know, was in, in the beginning. I think we all have been selfish, but I mean, as yeah. a person looking out uh, from outside, looking in, you know, you always spark me as someone who's very, very selfless. You've always put people before you like, what can I do to make them better, help them better or to support? And man, I'm, I'm so proud of you, man. And, and so happy for you for being a father, because when I saw that, when I saw pictures and everything like that, I'm just like, I can only imagine yeah. how he's, how he's feeling because it's like, cause I know you, you know, in a way of just a growth individual who's always seeks growth. And always sees the best in everything. Not good. The best yeah. in everything. You know, it's like, okay, let's do this. You know, so it's like, I can only imagine, you know. Um, and I'm so proud of you and so happy for you. Like, congratulations. I know it's a, a little late. I know I sent little messages here and there. But, like, dude, like, man, I'm so happy, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no problem. 
number two is on the way. She's she's due September twenty fourth. So. I thought I heard that. Like I yeah. thought I read. I saw something about that. I was like, I think there's number two coming around too. One more after that. These and you know we, me and my wife only want two anyways, and that we think that's that's a healthy number. You know. Right. So honestly, us, it is. Yeah, and the you know the age difference that they are, they're within three years. So it's they're gonna grow up doing a lot of the same things, learning from each other, supporting right. each other. So that's that's what we want. Right. and it's the right time too yeah you know, that timing that you it's kind of like a bit uh unsettling but you know i i have faith right. in myself out so hey that's all you need man yeah that's all you I know need. I, us as parents will you know always protect them and take care of them and they're going to grow up being strong and able to you know take care of themselves in any situation so yeah be good yeah do you know what the sex of your next child is going to be? Girl. So Josh. two girls. Yeah, two girls. Ooh, just yeah. what you need, bro. <laughs> You're going to spoil the hell out of them girls because, you know, it's always about daddy's girls. So, I mean, dang. No, your mom, the, the wifey can't even get a favorite. <laughs> yeah. She ain't got no boy. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's real, man. Oh, man. So, um... Do you see anything beyond military? Like what's next? Cause I know you're, you're like me, what's mm -hmm. next type of guy. So it's like, once you accomplish what you accomplish, um, is there a next? Oh yeah. So I, I kind of already do a little bit of that now, but it's, it's more, I guess ties back into the creative side on one end. Um, like, you know, with the whole podcasting thing and then, I've been reading a lot of books, so I might want to like write my own book eventually throughout my career, like slowly write it. And then, you know, from when I was young and everything compiled up until, you know, then, so that'll be a slow process. But then um, I really love, so like scuba diving, that's like one of my passions. I just, I love diving and I love that I'm able to do that in the military. So I think, uh, you know, and they, they make good money, but it's not about the money. It's, it's just, it's uh when you're down there you know it, it's it's like it's the closest thing to being in space i guess you could say just you know in the water aspect so i'll, I'll probably be doing right. that um working as a contractor or, or whatever still probably with the, the military but as a civilian contractor so like yeah. something that area as a job that's cool uh, i've thought about that myself you know scuba diving and going i, I want i would like to go deep you know, I mean, I wish there was no sharks, sharks anywhere, but you know, cause that's the only thing that keeps me, but that's like, a, that's a bit scary for, for me. I mean, I would do it, but I like to stay within like a hundred meters. You know what I mean? Like, where right, I right, right. Like I got to get up there. Are you there? Where's the boat at? I don't know who you're sleeping on, but you need to give, hurry up. Something's yeah. coming. You know what I'm saying? So far down there. It's that's man. That's, it's a whole nother world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and 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 not and to be honest, ninety nine percent of it still has not been discovered. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, let's discover I this, but there's things keeping you from that. You know, yeah. that's down there, which I like personally too, because I think in certain atmospheres that man should mind their own business in some things, because we like <laughs> to destroy a lot of things. You know, <laughs> it's like okay, don't go down there, and I love it because there ain't no oxygen, so you can't really breathe to do anything down there. You know, you gotta create tools and ships and stuff like that but even then you still can't go all the way down you know yeah i, um, think, I, 
it'd be good being an instructor or something like a tour diver like <laughs> where it's like, where it's like relax so I'll do all the hard stuff while I'm in but then when I retire I'd be like all right it's time to to chill <laughs> the right way so. right right <laughs> so um so bouncing back a little bit on the the life prior to, which is the DJing life, how was that, and how did you get in? Because I know you 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 um, I want to say touring, but not touring. You know what I mean? Like, but you went from here and there. So how was that? Like, how did you get in to really um? How well? How was it? Uh, like literally, how was it? Uh, let's say it started around. I would say. Because I was DJing when I met you a little bit. I yeah. was like into the production thing. But um, so when I went to like my first music festival and I was like, wow. And like just, you know, the vibe of, vibe of everybody. And then, you know, the, the DJs up there performing and everything. I was like, this is awesome. And then music has always been huge to me. So I wanted to like create my own sound and get into that. So I would watch a lot of DJs that inspired me and watch the sets and um, just learn whatever I could. You know, I kind of self-taught myself in production. I didn't really go to school or anything like that. And um, then eventually got into DJing, started at house parties, and then went to like hookah bars, clubs, and then like small little festivals. Um, and that, the DJing thing really went well. Like it was going good. I, I moved to LA and it was like my DJ career was taken off, but my personal like spiritual side was going down. You know what I mean? Oh, got you, got you. It wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling me and I was, I wasn't making the best decisions, hanging around the best people. Um, priorities were all mixed up and, you know, I, I loved the music thing. I probably could have stuck with it, but I don't know how it would have turned out for me. Right. My like inside was asking for so much more, you know, like so much more fulfillment and I wasn't really getting that. I was, it felt good to allow people to have a good time and make my, you know, my sound and put it out there and see everybody happy and dance. But like, I wasn't happy, you yeah. know, I thought I was, but I wasn't. So um, that just, you know, again, tied back into like, what is it that I really want? And then, you know, having listening to myself and there was, there was a week in LA, which is crazy. It was, it was the week before I met my wife and this is what, it makes it like a huge transition for me. But um, this was like the worst week I think that I ever had. Like I couldn't sleep. I had so much anxiety. I felt like people were coming after me to get me just like in my head. I, it was so messed up. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I was on. like, I didn't feel good. And then I met my wife on that day. I was, I was sick and she's like, Oh, are you sure you know, you want to stay home? This was our first date that we were going to go on. And I was like, no, like something's telling me just go right. Like I just do it. And I went and it was like the best night of my life. And ever since then, it's like, it's just been nothing but, but appeal. Like my wife is, is literally, I, I owe everything to her. And she knows that. I tell her that all the time. I'm like, if it wasn't for her, being that spark to you know change my life and lead me to everything where I'm at and support me and everything it's it was such a like a 180 turn you know what I mean and, and that I think the thing that was missing initially was was that that like connection with someone that I can like be myself and and talk to and not get, be judged and you know oh, man. And with her it was it was a time in both of our lives that was very uh dark low i guess you could say uh, i just finished um getting a surgery where she got one of her ovaries removed because she had a cyst which 
you know, that could have killed her at that time. Right. So she was recovering. She still had the, like the patch or the cover post-surgery or whatever. So that, that had happened like a week prior to us meeting where I, I was going through my phase. So I just look at it in such a spiritual sense of how everything just, you know, led up to that moment. And then for both of us, our lives just drastically improved and, and got so much better after that. So that's awesome. Man. Like something higher power up there at work. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. It's what you needed. It's what she needed. And then you guys came together yep. at the right time, at the right moment. Words were said at, at the right, right timing. Cause timing is everything as, and, and I know one thing um, me and you, we always agreed on was, you know, that whole spiritual side of things. Yeah. You know, I know that's something that we always agreed on back then. And, and I think for ourselves early on, we were still were discovering it ourselves on what it really meant as an individual, because I mean, you could be raised up in church. That's mm-hmm. one thing that's religion, but spiritual is more personal yep. and it's, it's a self journey and discovering it for yourself. So like, man, I'm with you on that because like, it's, it's personal for me. Like that's huge. That's the whole foundation of me being who I am. Um, but that's, man, that's amazing. And, you know, it's hard to find a match, you know what I mean? Like out there that can share that um, from a struggle and know how to overcome that and be able to share that with somebody and then still keep growing and still building and still just, you know, heading somewhere, you know, and that's, that's amazing. I'm so, I'm so happy, bro. I'm like, I'm the least most envious person that anybody will ever meet. Like I, I get blessed by seeing others get blessed and bro, like that's, I'm so happy. Like you deserve that. Well, see at that time, I didn't, well, I guess looking back on it now and I remember telling her that I was like, I don't ever feel like I deserve you, especially at that moment, just because of the kind of person I was at that time. And yeah, I don't know, you know, if you call it good karma or, or what have you, but it, it definitely was the best thing that ever happened to me was, was meeting her. And um, side note with that, we met on Tinder. So <laughs> swipe <Tinder>. right. <laughs> I will say in, in my defense, I didn't ever, she was my first date on Tinder. And uh, really? yeah, I was like talking to a few other people on there, but I never like, you know, followed up with it or went on dates or anything. Right. So I was on there to hook up, you know what I mean? Like I was in LA and I was just, I wanted people to like go out and, and meet with you know seafood sushi what have you so, right right yeah i mean i uh i met her saved my super like you know because I, I tried to super like her and it was like you gotta wait hours and i was like okay i guess i'm waiting so after after that and then boom swiped up and probably within like an hour she she swiped back and we started talking and we went, went on a date the next day so and that, and that was super like was new to me man like uh I think it was the other year when I was like, what the super like, oh, like, well, no, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, when you meet the, so it was funny because she, uh, I still have the picture, but her main picture, she looked like Chun-Li. Ah, uh, yes. Did like, she? I was like, this, yeah. She's, she the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, this girl. Yeah, <laughs> Even that spinning fly kick, okay? <laughs> yeah, it got me. I'm sorry, that was the one. Oh, man. <laughs> so as in for, like, challenges in your careers, um, what has been, like, the biggest challenge that you have had to face 
besides making sure that you're centered in, within yourself? I would say staying, staying on that path. That's uh, uh, consistency. That's a, yeah, consistency and discipline because there's so much things that go on around outside that you kind of take your mind off what really matters and distract you and, and uh, you know, like propaganda, basically. That's why I don't ever watch the news. Oh, my God, smart. If, you know, and then like if I need to find out something about the world, what's going on, I'm going to hear it from face-to-face -face interaction or, or, you know, what's going on around me. I'm not going to put myself in a place where I'm just being overloaded with negativity because I always try to be positive and make the right decision. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a struggle for everybody, you know. Um, but I would say the challenge is that in terms of a career, I seek those out. So those I, I'm volunteering for those and I bring those on myself because, you know, like, like I had mentioned earlier, that's, that's what I want for myself to continually challenge in that sense. But challenges um, that can kind of like, you know, rattle your brain, it would be like losing friends, um, like getting sick or someone around you getting sick, those kind of, you know, hardships and, and stuff. But definitely I, I feel confident in knowing that whatever the situation is, I can overcome it. And my view is through those hardships and obstacles, you come back hardened, stronger. It's like if you break a bone and it heals, it heals actually stronger than what it was before. So that's, that's my analogy with it is you can overcome anything and do a lot more than what you think. Like as long as you don't quit and give up, you can really push through pretty much anything. I believe unless you're incapacitated and you can't physically or whatever, but I just, just never quit. Just whatever it is. I just take it and, you know, deal with it, grit my teeth and work through it. Right. Right. I think, and it's also good because you see potential in everything, mm -hmm. you know, that that's that fire that's behind all that. So that that's good. Yeah. That, well, and that, that purpose to it. So I'll, I'll touch on like motivation and purpose for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Motivation is good to a certain point, but it's only good if there's a purpose behind it because motivation right. burn out. you'll see someone that's super motivated about doing something. I myself have done, done this a lot. I'm like, I'll be super motivated. And then a month goes by and I'm like, Oh, well, okay. This kind of just fell off and I burned myself out. But when yeah. you have purpose behind that, it's, it's so much more because it, those, those two are what is going to compel you forward. You know, it, it's that reassurance that, you know, what it is that you're doing, is right and you're doing it for the right reasons you know instead yeah. of just oh, i want to do this because of blah 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 right you right. know like say like i want to be the best i can be because my daughter i want to set an example right and the same around me you know what i mean and like everybody's belief system is different but yeah i, I think in order to to have proper motivation you have to have purpose and purpose comes first after right. you have motivation for whatever it is that you want to do and seek out is going to come right right Man, I'm 100% with you, man. If, uh, it, it gives you the why, what you're doing, because if you're not, you're just lying and just going. And there's a cliff right there, but then you're going to cross it because you don't know why or why you shouldn't. So yeah. if you don't have the why of what you're doing, then why are you doing that? Exactly. Are, you, are you that easily led? Um, you know, because they're doing it, so you're going to do it. But then it's going to come a time in the middle of that where you're going to be like, this just doesn't feel right. Or it just is like, I'm not gaining anything. Well, yeah, because you don't even know why you're doing it. Exactly. And you'll know, too. Those, I mean, they, they'll they come, like, 
gets a, a billboard, you know what I mean? And it, like just lit up and it's like, okay, yeah, I know this isn't right. So right. either people will, you know, stop, which is, that's usually how I do. If I don't feel right about it, I'm not going to keep doing it. Or if it's like, if ego and, and vanity and uh, image and all that ties into it, then that might be someone's motivation to keep going because they're trying to be an ideal or something that, that they have a view in their head, you know what I mean? Right. Which that's, that's more of like, in my, with my sense is like a egotistical thing, you know? So I, I yeah. try to leave ego out of whatever it is I do and actually, you know, listen or sit with myself for a few minutes and be like, okay, like, why am I doing this? What's my reason behind it? You know, what, what can I expect? What challenges am I going to have to face? So you kind of like, you know, self, self-assure yourself on that. I feel like when you're selfish about it, it's only narrow-minded. Like you're only going to get, you're limiting yourself to what you could possibly gain. You know, when you're being selfless and open, you're like, like when you're open, you're open to all this. So you're going to get so much more. But when you're like this, all that on this side is like, you're not even going to get that because you limit yourself so much. And that's what egotism and vanity, all of that, that whole, that whole uh, mindset creates limits for you to gain because there's so much out there that you can gain when you're not really paying attention because even when you're not paying attention it could be a month down the line and because your peripherals were up mm. and you're like i remember when i crossed this or i met that person around my crossroads you know and it's like okay i met you like oh yeah yeah and then they offer you something that you've been trying to aim to so it's like i feel like you shouldn't always be uh narrow-minded you know, uh, having yourself more microscopic on where you're going, it should be open to where you're going. Yeah, have expectations to an extent. I feel like you should, you should and shouldn't have expectations on yourself because you don't want to be too hard on yourself because that also is a Debbie Downer. It also can keep you from moving forward when you're so hard on yourself. And um, and that's one of my biggest things with expectations is like I want to put expectations on life itself, especially people. Because if you do, um, you will always be disappointed. Because in our mind, we have uh, an image or how we think how things are and what they should look like. Mm -hmm. And then when we see it, and it's not meeting to our perspective or um, our checklist and all that, if it doesn't meet to that, our criteria, then it's like, okay, then you're a disappointment, move on. But you don't know what that can offer. You're yep. missing out a whole and total blessing or an opportunity, uh, a career, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, you're missing yeah. out when you're really limiting yourself like this. Like, nope, if you don't like this, then I'm not going towards you. I was like, okay, you're yeah. lost, not mine, you know? And yeah. I think you should really have that mindset of always being open and being selfless. Um, yeah. Being selfless. I mean, you should be selfish at certain times um, when it yeah. comes to your protectiveness because I think when we have a heart on our sleeve or we're a person that sees potential in everybody and everything, um, that's good and bad because we have such a strong belief in the potential in individuals where we try to like, no, I believe in you, I believe in this, or if it's uh, an activity or something versus a person, we're so busy trying to push it. But if nobody or a group is seeing that potential, what you see, you're not saying it's a waste, but you're spending a lot of your energy on people who don't, who are not meeting in the middle. And you can take that energy and aim it somewhere else. And 
that's it, uh, just in life itself that I have been, you know, gaining and learning about myself and learning about people that I, I've met. Um, the whole in particular uh, expectations and potential has been one of my biggest drives in life because I had to stop trying to change people, trying to make them see, because you can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. Yeah. You can only encourage. You can only um, give your own experiences, but you can't really change somebody to do something. You know, they're going to evolve on their own. And you got to make sure that, you know, if you want to plant seeds, you can do that. Yeah. You sure can't, you know, pull their hand and do like, hey, let go. You know, there's going to be a tug of war. You're only going to create that resentment. Yeah. Right. Right. If now when you're talking about focus, that's that's something that you should have, in my opinion, a bit more of that uh, that tunnel vision because you're focused on, on what what that end goal is and all the, the things you got to do in between to get to that. But don't let that distract you from everything else that you know you got going on or know how to compartmentalize things and know you know what's priority A, priority B but make sure you're still being attentive of everything and, and giving everything the, you know, the attention that it, it deserves. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's um, one thing that I've learned um, so far in life is that balance. It's a tough thing to gain because it's like, you got to know how to waver it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, this can weigh more and you're focusing on more. I need that, but then you know this and you need that too. But it's like, well, how do I balance it? You know? And like what you said, it's like, it's, it's seriously, it's, it's, to me, it's like, it's really a balance. You can't, you focus too much on that, then you're going to like the other. I mean, it's the trip how life is, man. Yeah. You know, um, here we are in our early 30s, and you're not even 30 yet, are you? you I am. I mean? You're 30? Yeah. yeah. Be 30 oh, okay. Yourself. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Um, I, now, a lot of people say when you reach 30, there's something that clicks. <laughs> they're like when well, you reach 30 something just clicks yeah. do you believe that or do you like i think so in my my opinion right because i started the the path that i feel i was meant to do late it just kind of lit a fire under me to to make things happen a lot more quickly you know but the maturity i think definitely comes with with as you get older um but that can hit it at different times for everybody. Right. I think with me, it started probably at, at 28 when, uh, well, tail end of 27, when I actually, like when my wife was pregnant and it was getting, like that was the, the click for me. So if right. she never got pregnant, I don't know if things would have, would have stayed, you know, um, sorry, there's my phone was in. But yeah, if she hadn't got, gotten pregnant, I don't know if my mentality would have changed as much as it did with her getting pregnant. So I think eventually it would have came, it would have happened, but it might have been like more down the road, you know, but right. that was the, the, uh, the turning point. So, you know, um, but I know people that, that are like 32, 33, 34, and they're just, they still don't have their stuff together. They'd be so, 50, bro, and they still don't get it. And I know people that are 20 years old and I'm like, dang, man, like you're, you're way ahead of your time. You know what I mean? And, and that's age to me is like, yes, it's just a number, but in, in certain regards, it's, it's it is the stereotype that people talk about. It is right in some sense. Yeah. I, 
yeah, I agree on you 100% on that because it's like, it's just like you have to eliminate all. You have to eliminate that, like the overall, like, yeah, when you reach 30, we all going to get like, no. Uh, age is nothing but a number. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. There's always going to be a to an extent. What I don't. You know, go ahead, sorry. No, no. You uh, it's, I think it's like a mental thing. You know, oh, yeah. I, I feel like versus age is nothing but a number. I feel like it's more like your mental, where you are mentally is going to debate or determine where you're heading, mm-hmm. you know, and then also what comes across as well, because we have to decide how we're going to accept it. Like you had to decide how you were going to accept when your wifey was pregnant, mm-hmm. what was going to be the next step for you? What were yeah. you going to do as the man and the partner? You know, so it's all mental. It ain't got nothing to do with the age. It's all about like, okay, what do I need to do? How am I going to change my mentality? Exactly. What needs to be done? What needs to be taken care of? How can I be there for her? And still maybe handle what I got to handle, you know, because maybe there's um, an expiration date or a time gap, you know, that's allowed. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, that I've learned in life, it's, it's this versus age. Oh, absolutely. I've met so many older people and they are living and acting like they're still 21. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, you're 50 years old. I feel like I'm more aged than you. Yeah. And the, so the thing I don't agree with personally is how people apply labels and guidelines mm-hmm. to your age. So, right. They're like, okay, you're 21. So you should be doing this at that time. You're 25. So you should be doing this. Oh, and once you hit 30, you need to have this, 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 and this mm-hmm. like this. I don't personally live like that because then I just feel like almost like suffocated. I want to be able to make decisions naturally at the right times that I should. Now I'm not perfect. You know, obviously like I don't always make the best decisions, but I don't feel like you have to go based up like it's like a, a plan or whatever, you know what I mean? Or or like a a timeline that you have to to live by basically. Like you have to follow these parameters by this. Mm -hmm. That I, I personally don't agree with. You know, we all have the power to make decisions. And like you said, that's what it comes down to is at the end of the day is you making whatever decision and then another one on top of that, another one. And, and, you know, whatever that leads you to every day, you're faced with different decisions from what, what shirt or pants are you going to wear? You know what I mean? And and what time are you going to wake up this and that? So yes, there are certain like guidelines that you have to not have to, but that you're going to kind of fall into based on your age group and right. stuff, but it's not, it's not something that I feel like people should live their whole life around, you know, like because I'm 30, I need to have this and this. No, right. like it's different for everybody, you know? It is. And I think if people actually accept that, cause people don't know how to set that. I feel like, cause like your life is different from mine. My life is different from yours and it's different for everybody. So there's no guideline how to live. Hey, Corey, so I did this. So this is how it's going to work out for you because you're, you're reaching 29, you're reaching 30 and 31. So at 31, expect this and mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. You know, yeah. so it's like, well, I thought this was supposed to happen. And, and, and I think a lot of people don't get that where just because it worked or failed for you doesn't mean it's going to work or fail for me. Yeah. You know, because I think the ultimate accomplishment and gain is to realize that it's my life, not yours. And how it's going to happen is going to ha- how it's going to happen to me. 
you know, and I think even in parenting, I've been noticing a lot about generations right now. I've been paying attention a lot about generations like your, our grandmas and then our, our parent and then us and then those behind us. And then after them, a lot of the generations, like it's like the traditional people, they have that discipline, they have purpose. It's like, you gotta make sure you keep your mind here. I'm gonna discipline you hardcore. I'm gonna whip that ass, you know? I'm gonna do what I gotta do, but you're gonna learn. Then we yeah. got our parents, not saying all parents, but some who try to protect you from mm -hmm. what they went through. And whether it's robbing us from an opportunity experience of an, a discipline that we have to go on our own, they're thinking that they're protecting. And then it's like, but that could be something that they can gain. And what if they gain that even sooner than we did when we were at that right. age, you know? But we're robbing them from that opportunity of learning. And so then that person, you know, at our age, that person becomes a parent and then they're even worse. Like, well, I'm not going to whip them because I like how my parent whipped me. So I'm not going to whip them. I'm not going to tell them this because I, I don't like how they tell me. So it's like, we have to be more selfless, I guess. You know, I, I feel like, you know, in growing it's, um, and, and, and I could be wrong, you know, I'm just saying it by experience, but yeah. just, I feel like we have to stop being selfish and thinking about it's all about us or what I went through. We want to protect people, but you know, through the protection, there's also a loss, you know, and even through without protecting, there's something that's also missed. So it's like, where do you find the balance, you know, but it's really all that I think um, parents, I feel like they might have it a little harder. I'm not a parent, bro. You are, you know, you're, you're about to dive into this, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's a learning process for both sides. That's for sure. I feel like that's the best part to go about it. N taking it in as knowing that it's going to be a learning process. Don't go in it with a book. You got to go in it with your guys' mentality. Yeah. You know, you and her, because this child is representation. Your children are a representation of you and her. Not of this book from some celebrity or whatnot. That celebrity didn't live my life. So how can it go? This celebrity might have maids who changes the baby diaper. You yep. and your wife is the ones changing the diapers. So it's like, I can't relate to that. You know, so it's like, I, I believe, you know, a lot of us are trying to get a handbook on how to do things. And it, it just doesn't work that you have to experience for yourself. Absolutely. And you got to just know, I think the thing that we have to probably encourage, if anything, we got to encourage our friends, our family, our kids, is that when it comes, because it will, whatever it is, just know that you will get through it. Because if you have that mentality that you will get through it, you see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And it, this shit may be hard as hell, you know, but if you have that mentality, you're already building yourself up that you're going to get through it. And then yeah. you're going to gain everything that you're meant to gain, whether it's now or 10 years later, you're going to gain it because, because you know you focused on at the end. It's like, hey, I'm going to get there. I have to get there. My mom, my dad, they told me that I, I, no matter what you go through, you have to make it through, you know, and yeah. instead of trying to protect them, like, hey, you know, because parental wise, my, if I had a kid, I would go to war for them. You know, like if I found out my kids were being bullied, I'm going to that mother trucker's mm -hmm. parents house oh, yeah. and I'm going to them up. OK, <laughs> I'm going to fuck them up. And then the kid, I'm like, you see what happens when you bully? That's what happens. So think about it twice, you know. Okay. 
you know, so it's like, cause we want the best for our child. We want to protect our child from everything, but you know, it's, it's, you know, when you go through it, you have to go through it. You know, it's, it's, it's a learning process when you go through it. It's kind of like, you take what you can, you just got to go with the punches. You got to go with it, you know, go with the flow, you know, yeah. as it comes. Cause there, there is no book to tell you, okay, well at twos, your child's going to act like this. Like, well, what chapter is going to describe how my child is acting around? Right Cause I don't see nothing. <laughs> that shows me because they acting like none of these chapters. Can we get a refund? <laughs> you know, so this ain't working. Like I don't know what to do. I'm lost for words. You know. Yeah. But um, bro, I, whew, yeah, that 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 stuff is crazy. But I just I really feel like balancing yourself and just literally going with the flow is the best way to go with life. And just know that everything is not going to be what you expect. I think that's the hardest thing for us all to gain is we all have an expect an expectation to an extent and we do get disappointment. I mean, how can we talk about it if we don't have that disappointment? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't have disappointment, then then I'm not gonna listen to you. You know, like, okay, well, do you have any disappointments in your life? Well, yeah, no, not really, everything's perfect. Right, that's, that's a great point because I feel like the best teachers are people that have, like, so depending on the topic, the best teachers, about a given subject are those that have actually experienced it and been through it, you know what I mean? And, and actually felt that because it's like, if you're trying to educate someone on something that you've never experienced yourself, how legitimate is that? You know, right. and that, that, that is, listening to that is gonna feel that, know that internally. But if, if it's something that you've been through and you're sharing that knowledge with someone, they're gonna see it that like, it just radiates off you and you feel that, you know, that, right. that knowledge and, and yeah, like you were you were saying about the parenting thing, failure is the best teacher. You know, like you let your children fall on their face so they can know what it feels like, basically. And and yes, I mean, of course you always protect them and you have to, but at some point you have to let them spread their wings and you can't, you know, like shelter them from everything because that's only gonna be detrimental. So it's mm-hmm. gonna work the opposite of what you want. You know, like if you tell them don't do go do this, they're gonna go do it. Mm-hmm. and that, that's <laughs> automatically you have to like guide them and show them the way but allow them to do the work so basically you give them the tools but they're going to do the work right i totally agree I totally agree so getting busy over there oh yeah we're we got dinner that's probably eat. what time is dinner uh i don't know i think it's it's done so i'll probably do like another 10 15 minutes cool cool so we can always continue this later at another time too. It's yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. Well, this ain't gonna be the last time I'm having you, bro. So just yeah. let you know, we go, we definitely gonna be doing it again. <laughs> go there and <laughs> definitely. Um, so two years right now for in the military. Um, the baby on the way in September. Um, yeah. So um, with this, do you, are you guys like um traveling anywhere, going to another other locations besides San Diego? So right now, I mean, we can't because military has a hundred mile radius that we're, we have to stay in right now until the, the COVID thing is lifted. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, we, we like to do trips. We have, uh, we had a Palm Springs trip lined up. We had a Santa Barbara trip, um, little family outings, you know, within reasonable distance, right. but nothing, nothing too crazy yet. We're, we're waiting until the, our kids get a little bit older, like, three, four-ish, so then we can go, you know, like like Italy or Greece or, or do something fun like that where they'll 
it'll be a lot easier for for both of us, you know. Yeah, yeah, especially especially when the young yeah, ones still growing. Yeah. Yeah, just to give it a little time for them to grow, and it's like, okay, now we can travel without the yeah. extra as because as a baby, you got a lot of extra uh, packing on, right? <laughs> it's like we gotta get diapers, we gotta get things, make sure we're good to go when we travel, right? <laughs> it's all there, but, but no, we uh like the, with the whole COVID situation, we've been making the best of it, you know, like doing family activities here at home, barbecuing, having bonfire, you know, working out just watching movies, spending good, good quality time. For me, nothing has really changed because, you know, being military, you're essential personnel. So you're still, still got to go there. The schedule has changed a little bit, but as of now, it's pretty much returned back to normal. Still just, you know, taking precautions and everything. Cause I don't want my wife to get sick being pregnant or, or my daughter, you know, because she's just right. Young. All right. If anyone's going to expose themselves. I, you know, it might as well be me. Right, 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 right. Is, that's more of at risk when if it's yeah. them, it's more than one life it's two three you know um i was gonna say had a thought shit <laughs> i hate that now it's going blank so what you get when you're drinking um hey he's drinking right now what you drinking over there <laughs> just beer shock top just nice um Damn, what was I going to freaking ask you? Um, well, anyways, all right. Uh, since I can't think of what it was. Um, damn, I really went blank there. I hate going blank on my show. Even just, though that's going to be cut out, no one's going to hear it. <laughs> no one's going to hear it anyway. It'll be like we went smooth anyways. Um, so I have... Do oh, yeah, definitely. I ain't worried about, bro. You know I do editing, okay? <laughs> so I have a question then. Um, from your lips, what does motivation mean, and how would you tell people to stay motivated? Uh, so that's okay. Personally, for me, I would say, let's see, what does motivation mean? Motivation, in my opinion, means wanting to do more than. Like having, having a drive to whether it's make a change or do something different. Like, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm motivated to go to the gym or I'm motivated to go on a run or I'm going to try something new. So it's to me, that motivation is like that, that spark of wanting, wanting to do that. Um, and then what was the other part you said with that? Um, and how would you tell people, like encourage them to be motivated? Just always have a a focal point as to why why it is motive, motivated about that you know like i had touched on earlier purpose but mm -hmm. in regards to motivation you want to you want to remind yourself why it is you're motivated about that what is it that that the end result that you see like the benefit of that or whatever it is that you want to do or why are you motivated your why basically like you said so just always reassure yourself because there's going to be times where it's hard you're not always going to want to do it and you're struggling, you know, and, the, and your motivation is going to kind of dwindle. You're not going to, you know, like if let's say you only got two hours of sleep last night. Right. And your normal thing is you wake up and go to the gym. You're not going to feel very motivated when you wake up. It's going to be right. hard. Yeah. So you got to have discipline to go with that. And that's, that's, I think the the thing that ties it all together is, is remaining disciplined in what matters to you and why it is you're motivated about, about that. You know what? That's man. That's so good because 
never thought about that right now until right now that you said that because motive with motivation discipline comes right with it it's like yeah. hand in hand because without it then there's no this lack of it there's no reason for it and you're gonna fail not to be mean and brutal but you will fail if you don't have the discipline to do it exactly. you know because so much time you know in my life i always think about oh it's the consistency but without that discipline there is no consistency yeah you got to do the work too you know you got to have you got to be disciplined enough to do the work you can't just expect like be motivated about something and then just expect it to happen right or like if you're not actually doing the groundwork to make it happen so right. you got to you got to get out there and grind and you whatever it is you know whether it's school or a job or whatever you got to set yourself apart from others right and, and just do the work you know what i mean yeah got to got to do that that's that's my opinion but you definitely got to be be disciplined in that regard right well bro i definitely definitely agree on that um i won't take too much more on because you know you got things to do but um first of all i want to say thank you for taking the time out to just talk about because overall it's been very motivating on what we've been talking about today um, the boundaries un, in depth and I'm, and I'm one that loves getting perspectives with others because I feel like we learn so much more in life when we hear from others, not just us, because we don't know it all, you know, and we can only go from our own experiences, but everybody offers so much more experiences. And, um, and I know that's something that me and you always connected on. So I, I'm grateful for that. So thank you so much for, you know, opening up with that and sharing, you know, from one mind to another. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, no problem, man. Hey, so I know you're talking about podcasting. What I mean, if it's it's if it's too soon to ask, but I mean, what would you want to focus on? So I have a general idea, um, you know, based off the ones that I like to listen to. But it would be a range of of different people that you know have have been through things and got to a point in their life where they had to fight for it and work for it and never give up. Um, probably be a lot of you know. Um, veterans or military people active duty mm. know now um, what their life is so they can educate you know the civilian side um, mm. and just fitness is big I really love fitness so people you know probably incorporate a little bit of that in, into it but I feel like a lot of the people I associate myself with anyways that's a big part of their life it's a big part of mine so that'll naturally just kind of be like a, a talking point on there but nice. I haven't really figured figured it out yet but I would say basically pretty much that, you know, like, like people that are go-getters and motivated and positive people and want to get out there and just do good for the community and, you know, protect people and all that jazz. Hey, bro, you planted, planted the seed. That's all you got to do. You planted yeah. it out there. You're, you're good to go. And it's going to grow and prosper the way it's supposed to, you know, and go with the flow, you know, and, and I know you are one that does that. So I'm not even worried about that. And I got you back. <laughs> so um all right well ladies and gentlemen i want to um that was for our show basically on motivation and all thereof um this has been oh boy and it's your boy will aka cafe and this is not the last time you will hear from him um because um gosh there's so much more to talk about oh yeah we just barely scratched. <laughs> we literally just scratched the surface because i mean if you kicked it with us back then like this is nothing so um i can't wait to have you again uh we'll definitely dive into some more stuff maybe yep, more depth, depth, whatever 
And that completes today's Talk About It Tuesday episode on Not Just Cafe. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Tuesday for the next TBIT episode. And remember, when you run into a mental wall of personal perspective, 